time is now, the time is here. Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear. Pick your head up, stick your chest out, be strong. Listen closely, cause men can't always be wrong. Steve O, JB, be hustling the T-Swing. Gonna get your mind right, let's dive in the deep end. And attack the issues and problems that hound us today. Yeah, we got in the field, but we ain't coming to play. We all shepherds trying to keep the flock from going astray. If you want to be the change, then let's be it today. Now there's always obstacles that's going to get in your way. But it's important how you handle it, maneuver, and pray. We keep you up to date with current affairs. We all know that the structure being broken, so let's make the repairs. There's a culture trying to cancel us and give you a spin. But you can come and get the truth from this panel of men. We on 10, going in, let the speech be free. We about to knock down the doors, you can keep the key. God first, then man, so let's execute the plan. And deliver the message so the people can understand like, the time is now, the time is here. Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear. Pick your head up, stick your chest out, be strong. Listen closely, cause men can't always be wrong. The time is now, the time is here. Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear. Pick your head up, stick your chest out, be strong. Listen closely, cause men can't always be wrong. Men can't always be. Men can't always be. Men can't always be. What up, everybody? What up, everybody? It's your guy, T. Swim, man. Back again for the win. And this is the Man Can't Always Be Wrong podcast. Brought to you by CTR Media Network, man. And we back in the building. I'm one of your hosts, T. Swim, your favorite rapping expediter. Make sure you go get my Advertising Music album. is out now. And I'm about to bring on my other hosts, JB. How's it going, everybody? It's your boy Jay Bean. You know, as usual, this is your average Joe giving an honest opinion. We got a great show today, man. We're gonna talk about, you know, Second Amendment, man. All this crazy stuff happened, all this gun stuff, man. Uh, you know, we have all these mass shootings today and all this other stuff going on, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get into this topic, man. Yeah, man. Are guns too accessible? But first, I bro, man, bro. How you been, JB? I'm good, man. You know, just a little tired, but you know, that's life. Hey, man, uh, shoot, man, things been going good for man. We've been away for a little bit, man. Your boy T Swing got got a little under the weather. I had a temperature of 105 for like uh man three days straight. I went to the doctor, man. They told me just keep doing my regiment with you know keeping my fever down and, and taking uh taking pain medicine to keep the pain they, they didn't give me anything and shoot man it took me about a week to get over that man my temperature was it was one like three days and it was like 103 102 and then finally after five days it went back down to normal and then uh shoot my daughter man she just had prom so just been ripping and running man your boys and your boys taking college classes <laughs> so man just been the life and life been life get older man it's, it's hard to go back to school when you're older, man. So, man, all you oh, young yeah. guys out there, man, try to get knocked out right out of high school, man. Yeah, if I got the time, I would went right out to high school or straight out. Did four years in the military and went straight. But shit, man. So let's get to it, man. Are, are guns too accessible? So uh, we just had a, a situation happen with a young man by the name of Ralph Yall. I don't know if y'all out there familiar with that, but JB, give him a rundown on that, man. So basically, this young man, you know, he went to go uh, pick up his other siblings and accidentally went to the wrong house. You know, he went to the house and knocked on the door and the man proceeded to, you know, shoot this young man multiple times, you know. And then the, what made it even yeah. worse is, man, this is a this is a a 15-year-old, man. And then he went to other houses to get help and couldn't even get help, man. This is a child. So Yeah, yeah, I, be, I believe, so I believe you. Up, yeah, I believe he was 16. I mean, 16 okay. years old. And the guy shot one of the shots was a hit. One of the shots was a head shot. The head shot. Yeah. So when did we get so mm-hmm. so um cold to where you know this is a young man and nobody would give him assistance? Been shot multiple times. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, man, when it comes to that. Too man, I, I hate to say it's a color thing, bro. But a lot of times, man, when uh, when we're in distress, 
people don't people don't a lot of times people don't render help or they feel that uh whatever happened to us was justified even if we're innocent now uh this young man he he turned on the wrong street he went to i believe it was 115th street and he was supposed to go pick his two brothers up his, his younger siblings up at 115 terrace street and he, he's a young kid he's he's a he's a he's a new driver you're going to make these mistakes you know, and I've I've seen the pictures. He's a harmless looking young man. You know, uh, uh, yeah. he's he's in band. He excels at it. He's a uh, he's a good student. You know, and uh, there's nothing nothing threatening nothing threatening about the look of this young man. Yeah. And another thing too is 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 man, it's 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 just crazy, bro. Um. That the first thing somebody would do is is pull a gun and start shooting. You know yeah. what's what's like what's in this person's mind to do something like that? And, and and another thing too is that when it comes to us, we always have to kind of prove our innocence. Uh, uh, yeah. Um The news wants to bring up your background. We don't see we yeah. don't see them do that for uh, other people, like to try to because it's almost like sometimes they try to justify whatever happened to us. Uh, should have happened to us or, or, or was valid. The reason was valid for why, why violence happened to us. And this young man is an outstanding student. He's, 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 a, 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 he's a, a pretty much a role model for other kids, you know, and they have to go yeah. on news talk about all this, this kid's accolades to try to try to build up that he's a good person. Yeah. Can't just yeah. be a kid that was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And somebody, yeah. and somebody took uh, the wrong choice, made the wrong choice and took the wrong action. You know, yeah, use a yeah, use a string force, yeah. man. Like that that's just a simple hey man, you got the wrong address, or you know, or hey, let me help. What well, yeah. he should have did, like, hey man, let me well maybe no, he should have like say, Oh, this if he knew, you no, know, there's another street of the street that's the same, you know, the same name of this street, but it's east or west, you know. It, he it, yeah. that shouldn't have escalated that point, you know. Yeah, so so you know, the news made it to where it's like we don't know what took place, we don't know if there was a what kind of words were exchanged? What kind of, if there was an altercation? Uh, 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 none of that. But still, I've had people come up with you know to the wrong address. Yeah, I'm cautious. But I, you know, you you can you can talk through your door. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh, man. yeah. You know, he, or, or, that, or you got a you got a screen door, or you got a glass door. Be like, oh no, nah, young man, you got the wrong address. Because I'm pretty sure, like once he saw the person. You know, they wouldn't unrecognize. It was unrecognizable. He, he, probably, yeah. he was, probably knew he was at the wrong place. But, so, but trip me out about it, man. Man, all these people got all these ring doorbell. If you that scary, man, you yeah. don't want to. You know, you gotta go get a ring. You don't even have to open the door. You know. Yeah. Um. But going back to what you that, said, that man, was unnecessary, it, it, man. Like, I, now I. It, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like going back to what you said about you know, especially being an African American in, in in this society, man, it's like it seems like if something happens, we're automatically a threat. You know, I, I'm pretty sure all of us, all of you know, from my point of view, from being a black male, that we all have stories of what we've been seen as aggressors in situations that we weren't even being aggressive. Yeah, yeah. We made a mistake, you know. Yeah. But I can tell a story. Yeah. I remember when I was like, I was like. In my twenties, you know, I always been a grinder, so I always worked a lot. So I went to a Chinese restaurant. I was I had worked overnight, and I, had, I guess I was like around 11, 12 a.m. I had worked all night. And I was just tired, mm -hmm. man. And I went to go give me some food and whatnot. So I go to the restaurant, get my food, come out, and there's two cars. I had my car was a gray car, and there's another car that was a gray car. And, it's, and the cr crazy thing about it was that. I had a dent on the side of my fence, my front bumper, and the other car had a dent on this side of the front bumper. So, you know, me being sleepy, I'm walking. I walk to the wrong car, right? Mm -hmm. And I open the door. I look in the door like, hey, I don't have no black leather. So I'm assuming the guy left the door open. <laughs> I ain't got no black leather. And then yeah. I, now I look around like, oh, I thought, you know, you're tired. You're like, man, I'm tripping. Like, do I have black leather? <laughs> you know? But then I close the door. Like, oh, I was in the wrong car. I went yeah. to the wrong car, and, and a gentleman outside had seen me, and I was like, oh, man, it's the wrong car. And then he going to go run inside and say it's a black guy outside going to people's cars. 
you know it was an honest yeah. mistake so then i'm also then i then all of a sudden four or five guys come out you know yeah uh, of course they weren't we weren't the same race so you know that put me in a situation where oh what you doing you going to people's car like say man look this is my car this is this car this car was unlocked look at my car and this car it got a dent right here. It got a dent right there. I'm, man, I've been working all night, man. I was tired. I went to the wrong car. Yeah. So I had to have snow. I automatically assumed I'm doing something that I had no business doing. And I was just trying to get home and go to sleep, eat and go to sleep, you know? But yeah. think about it. If they would have pulled a gun and shot me, they, they would, all they had to say, all they had to say is he was breaking in the cars. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Now, I, now myself, man, I, I've been shot at. And, and I was shot at just for being black. <laughs> and, and I'm not stretching the truth or anything like that. I was shot at for being black. I was in the uh I was in a Hispanic neighborhood. Man, I used to, I was when I was in high school, I used to work at Wendy's. And sometimes we would get off for we would get off for work and go play basketball after we closed Wendy's. And the spot that where we used to play basketball at, it was it was it was shut down. So we decided to go somewhere else. So we went to this park. It was in the predominantly Hispanic neighborhood. And uh, almost everybody I worked with was Hispanic, like me and two, maybe two other black guys. The rest of the crew was all Hispanic. So we jump in the cars. We ride over to this park because one of the guys is like, hey, bro, let's go play at this park. We're like, cool. So we over there playing. And some dudes walk up. We think they coming to go, come hoop with us. You know, we ask them if they want to play. They say, no. Nah. And so they walk right in the middle of our game. I say, man, that's weird. You know. So they uh, they come back. So we think, oh man, they're gonna play. All right, cool. We can, we can, we can, we can maybe run some whole court or something, right? Dude was like, nah, y'all done, y'all done effed up. You done brought some negritos to my neighborhood. Dude, whistle, you know, go get the quit there. Quit that mean gun. So lights start coming on, man. People start coming out. They they surrounded the whole park. They surrounded the park. And they was telling the other Hispanic people who was with us, and why are you bringing the Gritos to our neighborhood? You know, y'all messed up, right? So I'm standing there, man. I'm a kid. I'm like 16, 17. And so um, the dude that was like the leader, I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm too young to die. So when he turned around, I pushed him and I broke off running. I took off running. We had one Vietnamese guy with his name was Kim. And I rode there to the park with Kim. So me and another black dude, we took off running, man. And Kim took off running. We jumped in Kim's car. I remember he left his car unlocked. Man, so we took off. After I pushed dude, we took off running. They started shooting. Man, bullets just whizzing by. Bullets just whizzing by, man. We jumped in the car. I dove in the car, man. Bullets hitting the car. Kim, man, I slumped down in the seat. Kim slumped down in his seat. He crunked that mug up, hit the gas, and took off. Right, we got out, man. They was in the street shooting at the back of the car. You know, we got down the road and uh, shoot, the next day we came to work, they, one of the other black guys are still there. And then uh, they told everybody else, they held them there for a little bit and they told them, don't ever come back here again. So we came to work the next day, the next day at work, man, it was quiet. You know? Yeah. It's just crazy. So man, I've been, yeah, I've been, I've had guns pulled on me and I've been shot at in both of them with, uh, for racist, uh, yeah, racist altercations, man. So, yeah, it's it's crazy out there, man. We we we, it's kind of different, man. We like we talk about this a lot. We have to have a different talk with our ch- children when yeah. they leave home. There are other people they don't have to worry about if their kid wear a hoodie, if their kid's gonna be or taken in police custody just for wearing a hoodie, and 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 supposedly looking like a threat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been around the world, man. Like I say, I'm a Navy veteran, so I've been a, I've been a, a lot of places around the world, and I I speak to people, and there were some people, man, they were afraid of black people because the images they've been shown, because they don't have any black people in yeah. their country, they've been shown yeah. in American movies and televisions, and that black people are thugs, that they're stupid, that they all use drugs or they steal, so they have this negative uh, 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 image, a stereotype about yeah. black people. And then they meet us and talk to us and say, man, you're nothing like that. You're, you're, you're cool, man. You're super cool. So, yeah. um, and I've met, also being in the military, I've met people that have grown up in little small towns that have never came in contact with black people. And they have that same mentality. You know, and it's like, man, I didn't, I didn't know y'all talk like that. Or, 
man, uh, I ain't know you was into that. Man, I ain't know y'all comb y'all had that way. <laughs> All kind of stuff. And you're like, these dudes live in the same country, same country as you. For yeah. real, man. They watch you and they're like, damn, you, you get your hair cut the same way I get my hair cut with a pair of clippers. Yeah, yeah right. it's, it's it's ridiculous, man. But we had same to have guard, certain talks with our youngest. Exactly. We had to have certain talks with our youngest, man. We there's a different, that's a different uh way we have to look at life and uh address life when we go out in the world, man. Almost I, I can say for almost every black man, it is a task just trying to make it home every day. Not saying it's not for other people, man. But we have a we have a lot of things that are against us, you know. Yeah. When, when we shoot, when we get pulled over, we might not be doing anything wrong, but we thinking, oh, we gonna die today, or we gonna go to jail yeah. for something we didn't. Need. You know what I'm saying? I spent a night in jail for something he even do. You know, my brother spent ten months in jail for something he didn't do because of a racist cop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, like going back to we what you were saying about you know. Yeah, about people prejudging us, you know. I, I tell people all the time, like I used to work in the prison system. The guys to make fun. I used to tell them quick, hey, I'm a suburban kid. I ain't, I ain't no, you know. <laughs> I grew up in Texas, you know. So like this, yeah. this little background, you know. Looking yeah. at me, you know. Looking at me, I'm, I'm a 5'11", 215 pound black guy. You know, so I'm not a small dude. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. my background, my my family background, all my family, my dad's an educator. My mm-hmm. sister's an educator. My mom has a master's degree. You know, you know what I'm saying? I come yeah. from a, a well-educated background, you know, but you'll never know that unless you talk to, you know, unless you talk to me. If you see me, it's like, yeah. you know, big. But, you know, yeah. they they perceive us in a light to where we know we're always aggressive or we can't have a civil conversation about something, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I have people, even in the workplace, man, like, if I go talk to him in a in a calm manner way, manner way, then all of a sudden I'm the angry black guy, you know. When I'm just trying to get a point yeah. across in a civil in a civil manner, but now you don't tell yeah. my boss, and now my boss is looking at me. Why are you being so aggressive? <laughs> I'm being aggressive at all, man. I just had a conversation about, hey, man, you need to pull your share at work. Like, look, this is like if I yeah. if it was reversed, and he came to me and said, hey, man, I need you to do this or do it. Okay, man, let's 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 figure it out. Let's make it work, you know. Yeah, but. All of a sudden, I come and say it, and then, oh, I'm the angry black guy, you know? Yeah. Now, now I'll tell you about a time, man. I was in Fort Lauderdale one time. This is while I was in the military also. So we got in Fort Lauderdale, man. It's beautiful. It's sunny. Uh, I'm hanging with some of my shipmates, is what we call them, shipmates. And I'm hanging with, like, four, four white guys, right? We all got on T-shirts, cargo shorts, and flip-flops, right? We, we at some kind of plaza. And we get on the elevator. We all we we joking and stuff. So we laughing. We talk. I don't know. I don't remember what we talking about, but we was laughing and joking. We get on the elevator, and there's an older white woman, and what appears to be her grandson. You know, we all get on the elevator, and I'm in the back of the elevator next to the lady and, and her grandson. The lady looks at me and grabs her purse and then grabs her grandson. And and I'm I'm like, man, what the hell? You you just seen me get on the elevator. With all these white guys, I'm wearing the same thing they got on. T-shirt, cargo shorts, flip-flops. What about me looks threatening? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't say anything to you. I didn't come on here by myself looking like I had evil intentions. I came in here laughing with some buddies. You know? And and that's, and, and that's happened to me a couple times where I was like the only black person. And the woman looked at me and grabbed her purse. And I'm like, I, I, ma'am, I, I'm not paying any t- no attention to you. I'm, I'm not, I don't want anything from you. There's other people here. Why all of a sudden you see me, you want to grab your purse? You know, we, 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 uh, yeah. it's a crazy world we live in. Yeah. But back to this man, are guns too accessible, man? So there was a young man. Uh, he worked at a tire shop, man. This happened back in January this year. He worked at a tire shop in Atlanta. And, uh, this, man was getting some work done and um so the, the the young dude man he's a mechanic at the tire shop he takes the car a lot of times when, when work is getting done on cars the mechanics will test drive the cars right the young man gets in the car he has the paperwork you know how they have it in a little plastic sleeve he's in his mechanic uniform he's in, he's in the car he starts pulling the car off the guy thinks that the guy's still in his car he runs up fire shots in the car 
kills a young man. After he realized what he did, he took off running. Um, the co-workers, the co-workers caught up with him, caught in the call the police. And this man, you know, he's being charged with murder. But I can't, I can't really see that happening to nobody else. Yeah. You know? I can't see like that I happening to nobody. This this man was in uniform and he worked there. You know? Yeah. This is my thing about the whole, you know, the way these gun laws is. You know, I, I, I do support the Second Amendment. There's been, you no. Know, yeah. There's, when I was younger, there's a situation I had when I was younger with my mom and then she didn't have a, a firearm. There's no telling what would have happened to us, you know? So I, I, yeah. I, I'm not against people carrying guns. But the thing is this, I think that um, it need to be more harder to access access them, you know? So it need to be yeah. training, of course. Because a lot of people don't know these laws, man. They think this because you're able to carry, oh, yeah. you're able to use it. And that's not the case. It's like extreme situations when you're able to actually pull that firearm and, and use it before you get charged with a crime. So yeah, they need charge to with murder. Need to take a, yeah. They need, to be, you know, they need to keep it where you take a course. You learn the laws, what you can and can't carry, when you can and can use it, you know? Because these people just mm-hmm. think because they have it, they can pull it. And that's not the way it works. So not only mm-hmm. are you ruining somebody else's life by maybe possibly taking a life or causing seriously body, body harm, you're also going to ruin your life, you know, for not yeah. knowing the laws, you know? So you shouldn't have yeah. you no. Know? And then the second thing is, like, now that people can carry more, carry them more legally, supposedly, well, yeah, legally, depending on what state you're in. Uh, yeah. Now it's more more people walk running around with them. Yeah, because we live in Texas, man. It's open them. in yeah. Texas, open carry now. Yeah, that, that normally know? wouldn't have them. You know, normally wouldn't have a gun on them because of, you know, the law wouldn't permit it. But now that they do, they're gonna you know they get angry, but they're gonna pull it and use it. You know. Now, um, man, what do you think are the main reasons for gun violence in the United States, and how can we address them? Uh. The main problems I think, man, like for me, with gun violence is a uh, a generation of soft people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> soft, soft, soft. They yeah. they too scared to take. They too scared to take an L. So they there's only two resolutions of that. They either going to shoot you or jump you. You know, they ain't yeah. going. You know, so yeah, they the that, two, that's, that's, that's too many people scared to take it to their hands. They're afraid to get embarrassed by getting their butt whooped or getting afra- afraid to get embarrassed in front of their lady. So if you yeah. beat them up, they coming back with a gun. Or before that even can happen, they pulling a gun. And you got a lot of people, man, they 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 get they feel power. You know what I'm saying? They they feel a sense of power once they got yeah, a gun is powerful. It can it can make a a a, a unfair fight and, and give you an advantage in an unfair fight. Somebody might be bigger than you, stronger than you, have a little skill, might know some martial arts over you. Yeah, a fist yeah. can't a fist can't beat a bullet, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm nowadays man, the people are quick to shoot. Yeah, I'm using a quote. I don't know where I, I don't know if I saw this quote at, but it said, "What well, God made man, but coat made him equal." That's true, yeah. man. Once you get now, that gun is an equalizer, man. Uh, yeah. So, like somebody who normally wouldn't be all, you know, you see a big dude, they be like, "Okay, that dude's big. I don't want." But now they got that pistol. They got that that fake courage now, you know. Yeah, you know, they got that equalizer. So something that could have been another thing, with conversation. Another thing too is that man, it's it's glorified. It's glorified in the movies. Yeah, it's glorified, glorified in the music. Um, Most definitely the music. Video games, bro. I think I think video games played a big part, man. Especially when GTA came out. Yeah, when Grand Theft, especially San Andreas, when that came out. Yeah. People, man, these kids are desensitized to like, kind of like to death. We didn't have yeah. all these images of death and video and all this access to this stuff back when we was back when we was kids. If you didn't, if you did, you know, if you wasn't seeing it in your neighborhood because you lived in the hood, they had a movie called "Faces of Death." If you wanted to see oh, how yeah. people, that you had to, and it, it was a video, yeah. but it was kind of hard to get your hands on. You know, now these kids yeah. got the, it's in their phones, and they click, desensitized click, yeah. to it. They, it's at the point where they laughing at people getting injured and in, in, in dying. Or people are yeah. uh, uh, deleting themselves on lives, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they 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 not seeing they not seeing that a life is precious. That once you ain't no coming back yeah. from that once you take a once you take a life. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they and they don't um, realize the consequences behind it. Like they're not like when exactly. you pull that trigger, man. You not only ruin that killing, ruin that person. It's like you ruin your own. You know? Yeah. They don't understand the effect of once they make that decision to to, to pull that trigger. Like if, if they're not lawfully, you know, if they're not in the right to do it. The consequences behind that like, you going to jail, man. Or you might even get you might even get death penalty or depending yeah. on the situation, you know. So they don't understand the consequences. You know, you not only okay, yeah. you, you might have won in that moment. You won you won a battle, but you lost the war. Exactly. Now, man, me and me and me and JB, we big on on, on self defense. Whether that's you know protecting yourself with your Second Amendment rights, or knowing some kind of form of martial arts. You know what I'm saying? If you could take it to the hands, I'd rather take it than having a, uh, me take somebody's life or somebody take my life. Um, but I do believe if you have to protect your family, you know, if you got to exercise that right, you exercise it. But let's, let's go back to a famous quote, man. Everybody know this quote. I'm about to play it for y'all. You kids today are nothing but punks. Sissified. So quick to pick up a gun. You're scared to take an ass whipping. This one makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live. You live to fight another day. That's how it was, man, when we was coming up, man. It's, it's kind of like, uh, remember Goody Mile? People don't dance yeah. no more. All they do is this. All they do is yeah. people don't fight no more. All they do is no shoot. <laughs> Yeah. So so quick. Now, then, uh, uh, man, we gonna uh, go ahead. I was saying they and they so quick to do it over like little little minor stuff, man. Like, like man, little, you, you see you see like, some of everything today. Yeah, you see like, some of everything. Like, every time you like every time so, you open so, your so, phone, so, every time you turn on the news. Yeah, like cutting somebody off in traffic. You know, you, come on, man. You know, I know it's man, not right. People, man, people, yeah. significant others breaking up with them, and now they going and and and, and shooting that person, and also you know, these people, man, they they shooting that person and the kids. We had yeah. a, it was a lady the other day. It was a lady the other day. Uh, she got into it. I think her, I think her boyfriend broke up with her, so she murdered his daughter. It's is yeah. is man, it's crazy, man. This world is getting crazier and crazier. And so, man, I really, I really do believe, man. So, man, what do you believe? Uh, uh, what role do you believe mental health and background checks should play in gun control measures? A, a big measure, a big mess. That's uh, a filter of people not that shouldn't have it in their hands on it. But you know, it's like a catch twenty two, man. Like me being a profession to where I used to deal with criminals. Thinking about criminals, man. They gonna do it regardless, you know. They don't care about no law, you know. But we gotta make sure we can get the you know. I, I me personally, I believe that if you if a gun in the in the right person's hand can be a lifesaver, you know. But yeah. how do we filter out the people who shouldn't have it, you know? So there has to be some kind of mental check, like yearly or I would say yearly, like every every year you. Like they need, they need to go back to where, at least in Texas, I'm speaking from Texas, they need to go back to where you had to go get licensed. You know, like everybody has to be licensed to carry. Yeah. I, that's my personal opinion. It has to be some kind of filter to where they have to, you know, either, you know, go to, go to the class, learn the laws, and then I, I would add a mental screening to make sure that that person is yeah. mentally fit to even possess that gun. Because, like, you do, depression, you know, <laughs> Yeah, they, they they can you know they get into uh, they kill hurt themselves or hurt somebody else just because you know. Yeah, so somebody is unstable. Kind of yeah, yeah. When I was man, I was when I was in the military, bro, and I did military policing, they did a psychological evaluation on you. Yeah. Before they put you in that role and gave you any training, they wanted to make sure that person's in that position and putting the gun in the right person's hand, and um. Yeah. And uh, I hope it's the same in you know local police departments. I hope I hope it's the same. I don't, I don't know if it is, but it was really the military. They was really serious about 
who they was gonna make an MP, at least in at least when I was in the Navy and when I went through the program and who who they's gonna give a gun to and give these rights and this these the uh these these positions of authority. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it, it was extensive. They wanted to check everything. They want they wanted to know you crazy, uh, on the verge of being crazy, <laughs> was crazy. You know, they wanted to know. But like I said, it has to be some kind of mental screening to make sure that that person's competent. Because you don't want a crazy person with a gun, as you see. No, no. All these people, yeah. Because like crazy uh, people in the streets. Yeah. But you know, America, you know, we got we come from a gun culture anyway, man, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing about it though, that's that's gonna be hard to do because you know, because it's they're gonna everybody gonna yell second amendment rights, second amendment rights, you're taking guns away from us, you know. But it has to be something I feel has like to be done. For, I feel like for yeah, I feel like it's too easy to get it's, it's super easy to get your hands on guns, bro. I I, I could tell you a story right yeah. now, bro. When I was in high school, uh, I live, I live, I grew up in Southeast Houston, man. And so we had some Southeast gangs, you know? And some of the members went to my high school, but I've known some of them since elementary school, you know? But they was in gangs and they had easy access to guns. During this time, they was getting guns from the port of Houston. Guns was coming into the port. We talking about, I'm, I'm in high school. These boys got rocket launchers. I'm like, I'm broke the hell I need with a rocket launcher. I ain't got that kind of beef. And I'm like, what the hell y'all need with that? They was getting AKs, Tech Nines, all kind of stuff, machine guns. And and that stuff was coming through the port of Houston. They had easy access and and, and so yeah, they do and need like, the to think about it. They do need to be strict rules on it, man. And the, th- the thing about it, though, like whenever you like put strict rules, so this is like another thing. You put strict rules, so you're gonna create a black market for it, you know? So yeah, it's always gonna it's always gonna be that. You know, what I'm saying you're not gonna stop a criminal from from getting one, you know? The, the yeah, thing that, is, that is to, true. to make sure that the people that the people that are competent that make sure they can also have access to them too, you know? Yeah. Uh, but like I said, it's, 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 it's hard, man. To, I don't know the answer because it's like, it's so many things that, like I said, I I'm pro gun because I've been in a situation when I was a child that my mom didn't have that, that firearm. Some dude tried to break into our house and she had to shoot through the door, but it was five of them. Yeah. And she didn't shoot at that door. There's no telling what would have happened to us, you know. So, yeah. So I'm I, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely pro gun, but it's just like a lot of fools have access to it, and they just think just because they have, they can lawfully carry it, they can lawfully use it. That's the problem, you know. Yeah, man. Shoot, man. One summer, man, we spent we spent the summer with my grandmother in Port Arthur, Texas, and the news was talking about be on the lookout for it was a a, a, a white male and a black male. And they was kidnapping kids, you know. They said be on the lookout. Yeah. So we was in the front yard playing, and my grandmother had a fence around her front yard. And this car pulls up, and there's a there's a there's a white guy driving, and there's a black guy on the passenger side. And they say, "Hey man, we really thirsty. Can we get some? Can one of y'all get us some water?" They were trying to get one of us to get close enough to the car, you know. I think I was about twelve years old. I had a couple of cousins, man, that was that was younger, and we looking like what the hell? And the dude had like. He had like a, a can of spray starch and he took the top off. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you could, hey man, just if one of y'all could just put some water in here, that'd be good enough. Trying to get somebody to come close enough to the car. And my grandmother kicked the screen door open. She came out with that shotgun. Shh, shh. Y'all get the F away from my house. You know? And that, man, it burned off. And if it wasn't for my grandmother having that gun, you know what I'm saying? Maybe because they were just about to get one of my cousins. You know? Yeah. So I, I believe that everybody who has the right to bear arms should have it, you know, in situations like that. And you got to protect your family, protect yourself. Um, But uh, guns are not a game. Guns are not toys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not toys. It's very, it's, it's, 
it's it is again. You know. Yeah. But man, we we gonna uh, let's let's break to the commercial real quick. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. What up, everybody? It's your guy, T. Swing. As you know, I was recently featured in Trucker Magazine's March issue for my transportation music, where the wait is finally over. The transportation music is here now. Man, you can play it, stream it, download it, buy it, man. Spread the word. Good, clean music that jams. Be a part of history in the making, man. The first ever all transportation music album ever. My own genre, transportation music. Ride what you got, T. Swing. Let's get it. Yes, let me show you how to pick it up and move it. CTR is who we are, the media network, that's the best by far, whether you listen at your home, at your job, in your car, come get the information that's needed above all, never lasting, motivational podcasting, giving you the answers to the questions that you're asking, serious talks and topics, how to come up and profit, how to better yourself, your health is here, we got it, reaching 350 million, hey, tuning in, we in 50 different countries, we all can, and like-minded, find your purpose and your assignment, come get your fix, your feel, your Man, just to give y'all a heads up, man, uh, first weekend of May, May 6th, the Power of Podcasting event is happening with Dr. Tina Ramsey and the CTR Media Network. So you can go over there to the website, CTR Media Network, man, get you a ticket. It's happening in Atlanta. You just seen the post, man. If you can't attend this event, you learn a lot about podcasts and learn how to monetize your show and grow. And uh, hey, you got Tisha. That's me on the song, so you never know. <laughs> Back to it. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, we had a situation, man, that happened uh, yesterday morning, man, in Cleveland, Texas. A shooting yeah. happened. Um, yeah, that man, he's still on the run, two, right? Two, they, I don't think they caught him yet. Yeah, he on the run. They, yeah, they, they think he's going to yeah. try to make a run for Mexico. Where well, there was a guy in Cleveland, Texas. Cleveland, Texas is not that far from me. That oh, must, it's, yeah. It's actually really not that far from me. Yeah, from us. Oh, what, what, um, like 30 minutes, if that? 30 minutes, oh, yeah, 30 bro. Minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this guy was in his yard. They say he was drunk. He had, I think he had like an AR-15 or something. He was shooting in his front yard, shooting his gun in the front yard. And uh, he was a Mexican male and his uh, his neighbors, they were Honduran. And they came over and they asked me, say, hey man, can you please stop shooting? Uh, We have a a young child, a baby in the house and uh, we don't feel comfortable with you, what you're doing. The guy said, man, I do what I want to do on my property and then turn the gun on the folks started shooting the people and went in their house and shot more people. He killed an eight-year-old, and I believe he killed seven people. I believe there was 10 people in the house, and he killed about seven people. Um, and he's on the run right now. Yeah. People like that yeah. don't need to have the but right to have guns, to have access to them. But the thing is, it's Go like... Ahead. How do you, how do you get access to that assault rifle? You know what I'm saying? Is it is it the legal way or the unlegal ways? You know, so yeah. Like it's, it's a, this is my thing. It's like assault weapons, like AKs and AR-15s and stuff like that. It's like okay, that's ex- that's a military weapon. Should the public have access to buy those? You know. Uh, yeah, but I'm also I'm also like too. It's all it's all about whose hands it in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and what and, and what kind of uh, uh, and what their their mind is like. Obviously, yeah. that gun was in the hands of the wrong person. Yeah. You know, if you because man, I've yeah. seen people, man, they get under the influence and then they want to they want to show their guns or start bringing guns out. When people start doing that, man, I I, I leave. You know. So, but, I leave, so, but another so thing too, keep... man. I, I... Go ahead. 
I was gonna say, but how do we keep people like that from accessing assault rifles if we don't put some kind of band, you know? But but then again, yeah. if something goes if something goes down with the government, you're gonna need an assault rifle, you know? <laughs> so it's like it's, it's hard to mm. like to find a happy medium, you know, of what to do with that situation. It's like, hey, if we put yeah. a whole bunch of regulations on it, all they gonna do is go get it illegal. You no, know, they're gonna get it anyway, you know. By but then if you do that then the people who should have them it's gonna be harder for them to have access to them you know yeah so, so it's like it's a, it's a tough situation man because like mental like mental health screening as that's probably the, the the one of the best filters going back yeah. to having where you had to take classes on how to operate and teach these people the, the law about you no know, when you can and yeah. cannot and cannot use these weapons. I'm pretty sure. I'm guessing. I don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to jail thinking they lawfully carrying or not. You know, because like yeah, I know for a fact that you know if you're carrying your car and you commit a mis uh, a certain level of a misdemeanor while you're uh, driving in your car, at least in Texas, that that becomes an unlawful carry if you break a law if you commit a, another crime. So say for instance. So mm-hmm. your registration is out. Guess what happens with that gun in that car? Now it's an unlawful carry charge too. But a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. It's these people these, these yeah. laws. Are, for me, it's like a trick. It's like a trick to me. Like you said to people up because if you don't know the law and know when you can and cannot carry it, then you like you setting yourself up to catch a gun charge, not knowing the law. Yeah. But, but they're gonna tell you this, not knowing is not an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Ignorance is no excuse. Yeah. 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 And then, so, man, we had that one. And then we had another situation where a man uh, is a man. He's from Corpus Christi, Texas. He was on a date and he killed somebody. This recently happened. He was on a date with a lady from Houston, downtown Houston. And uh, they were pulling up to the restaurant and he was to look for parking. And so he saw what believe he believed to be a parking attendant and the guy was like, Hey, you could park right here. This is how much it costs. And I believe the guy charged him $20 or maybe even to park. He goes into the restaurant with the lady and you know, he tells the, you know, he tells the people in the restaurant about they, you know, paid parking. And the dude was like, we ain't got no paid parking. He's like, I don't know who, I don't know who that was, but they just took your money. So the dude, he tells the lady that he's on a date with, excuse me real quick. I gotta go. I gotta go with my car. He goes back out, he, he runs up on the dude. They have an exchange, he pulls a gun out and he shoots the guy. Then goes back and continues his date with the woman in the restaurant. Now, there was a witness from a, another close by restaurant that saw him shoot the guy. The guy later died on died on his way to the hospital. And um, they had video of the man and the woman coming into the restaurant. So that was all on the news and they was looking for him. So they had brought him into custody. They have the guy, they have the guy in custody right now. Um, in that situation, because somebody lied to you and took twenty dollars, man, there was no reason to, to to kill nobody or to shoot somebody. So in that in that case, man, wrong person with access to a gun. But another yeah. thing to that too that, is that, you don't know how people are gonna respond to certain things. You know, just just I, in my in my instance, I would just say, man, just live right and do the right thing. And, and part of me says that if that dude wasn't you know, lying and, and you know and doing something bad that wouldn't happen to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you don't know how people gonna react. But then again, that, yeah. Then it, like the way I would have handled the situation, it's just me though. I would just call the police, and then twenty dollars, man. Twenty dollars not gonna make or break me. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. worth me. Not that that dude ruined his whole life over twenty bucks. You just charge that yeah. to the game, and that's just a, this a lesson learned. Like yeah, we talk about that a lot, man. You know, reacting off emotion. Yeah, should have. <laughs> yeah, you should have verified. You know, I was next time I'm gonna verify before I give this person my money or my keys or whatever. You know. But, yeah. See, but look, he didn't ruin his whole life. Not that's it. He got a murder charge. He didn't throw his life away. Yeah, he didn't throw his life away. Yeah, but, I mean, I've been to Kobe Christie. Kobe Christie. Kobe Christie. Yeah. The gangster. <laughs> yeah. Crazy gangster, ain't nothing to do out there. It's gangster. Yeah, but that, that 
that gangster mentality and ruined his life, though, you know? Mm-hmm. So everybody's yeah. so hard. Everybody wants to put this image up of a, of a tough guy, man. You know, it's it's not worth it, man. Especially, you know, yeah. ruin your life over 20 bucks or something, so, something yeah, you can't I, replace. Yeah, I carry, I carry, but I've been properly trained. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I went I went to police academy. I've been I've been properly trained. How to identify a threat, when to use excessive force, you know what I'm saying? To think before yeah. shooting. To recognize yeah. the threat. And and does it require me pulling a firearm? Or 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 or, or, or another level of force. You know? And the yeah. average person don't have that training. Yeah, exactly. Cause like even people don't realize, man, when you start when you shoot something, you gotta worry about what's behind you too. If you miss or depending on what exactly. kind of gun penetration, they don't know. I had a I don't have I, I exactly. have extensive uh uh most of my gun training has come from a, a, in the prison system, but you know you gotta and and go to my you know, my hand carry license. I was going on behind you because this one person and hit it. You know, you might be lawfully the pull, but if you don't have to even think about what's going on behind you, you, you heard it innocent, you still going to jail. Yeah. You know, they don't care. Yeah, you still going to jail. Right, should you still hurt somebody? Yeah. So it's it's a lot of responsibility. And you got to know. And you got like to know once that once the you protect power yourself. Exactly, yeah. man. You also know that once you protect yourself, when when does it become excessive? That was a that was yeah. a, uh, that was an instance where um somewhere up north, a pharmacy was being robbed. It was about two or three guys that tried to come in and rob a pharmacy, and the pharmacist, the lead pharmacist, had a gun. They tried to come in and rob. He pulled the gun, and he shot the uh, one of the. I think it was three guys. One of them got out, took off running. He shot one of the guys close to him, wounded him. So that guy fell down inside the pharmacy. He went outside to go chase the, chase the other guy, fired at him, didn't get him. The second guy got the second guy got away too. So the one dude he did wound, he came, he comes back in and he empties the, empties the magazine on the guy while he's wounded on the floor. At first, he did a good job by protecting his crew and himself and getting the guys up out of there, you know? But when he came back, and he emptied the magazine on the guy in the store. He got murdered. He got a murder charge, and he went to prison. You, 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 um, in in training, man. I know there's the heat of the moment. Adrenaline is pumping, but we're we're trained to think while we're reacting. I know. Anytime I've been in the situation, I'm thinking while I'm reacting. I don't just go, oh, pow, pow, pow. I never, I never did that, man. I analyzed the situation. I looked at I looked at everything, um, and we had we had training all the time. We went to the range all the time because they want to make sure you're going to hit what you're aiming at. You know, we, we had all kind of training. Fine with your strong hand, fine with your weak hand. You know, what I'm saying uh, if you're wounded, all this kind of stuff. How to properly aim, if you know what your weak hand. I was uh, um, at this range, shooting at close up range, shooting at a distance. Uh, uh, combat situations. We had all these kind of trainings that we did, you know, and drills that we did. So we was prepared. And so anytime in my civilian life that I was in the situation, I analyzed it. Did it require to pull a gun or not? You know? Yeah, because what people don't realize is that once that person is no longer a threat and you still going, now you're there, now you're assaulting them. That's what they don't realize. Yeah. So that person yeah. ran, the reason why that guy got in trouble, that guy ran. If he's not armed and he's already shot, and you go up on him and he's still shooting him, now you're you're the aggressor. That's what they don't realize. Yeah. I'm gonna give you purpose. I'm gonna give you another story. I, I used to be a correction officer. Uh, uh, I had a mm-hmm. guy was in jail for assault with a deadly weapon, right? Yeah. So he got jumped by three guys, right? Three guys jumped him. He pulled a knife and stabbed one of them. And guess what happened? They got all clean as well over a lesser charge, and he went to jail because he pulled a knife and stabbed somebody, even though he was getting jumped. Yeah, yeah. That's a four, you know. So you gotta know these laws, man. Like, yeah, you gotta know once you know once. No, even though he, I know, in my opinion, oh, he was justified. It was three on one. 
That's the way I was thinking before, yeah. you know. But once you pull that weapon, <laughs> it, it take it, it, the law. You know, it, sometimes it's not in your favor if you don't know what the law is. You know, you gotta know yeah. how far you and can I, go. I would just, and I would just say, from experience, man, if you could stay out of the system. Or stay from oh, yeah. standing in front of the judge. Do your best to do that because even if you might be in the right, this we've seen this system. Uh, oh yeah, put brothers in jail when they're in the right. Yeah, you know. So I would try to stay out, stay out of stay out of system, but man, but you know, your family's life is on the line. Your life is on the line. You got to do what you got to do to protect yourself and protect your family. You know, yeah. uh, guns are not guns are not for play. You're not just to be showing off. There's been people that have been accidentally shot because people were showing off weapons or playing around. They weren't properly trained. Yeah, I got a neighbor right down the street. That's how he got shot. He was a young teenager. One of his buddies had a gun playing around in the car. The gun went off. He got shot in the calf muscle. Luckily, it was his calf muscle. Yeah. It could have oh, been his chest. Shot in legs. Yeah, you can. Yeah, but he, he's lucky it wasn't his chest or his head. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so now, you know, he he was lucky. He was lucky, but somebody yeah. untrained who had access to a gun, playing around with it, fully loaded, one in the chamber. Yeah, you know, gonna and, up, and, and you gotta, yeah, you gotta watch people. Some people don't know how to hold a gun. They don't know how to keep their finger out the trigger guard. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the until it's time right to there. fire. Yeah, people you know, don't point that. guns at yeah. people unless you intend to shoot. Keep your gun pointed yeah. down. Our range, yeah. you know. Downrange, they like or down at the ground, or had that mud pointed up, you know. And another yeah, thing, too, man, bullets come down yeah. <laughs> at the bullets same velocity down. as they go up, yeah, exactly. So, man, there was a yeah, that, so. when I lived in Corpus Christi, when I lived in Corpus Christi, there was a man, I think it was the fourth of July, he got drunk, took his, took his gun out, started busting in the air, bullet came down, hit his daughter in the top of the head, killed his daughter. Killed his own daughter, you know. So yeah, what goes up must come down. Yeah, like Pimp C say, what goes up, up must come down. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing I've seen. Like people, you can tell people they're not trained. They they want to keep that finger in that trigger guard, man. Like, oh man, take your finger. Out. <laughs> yeah, and take your finger out there, man, yeah, and out. keep that gun down range. Yeah, yeah. I remember I went to the range. Boy, my nerves. Man, my nerves are bad, man. I went one time with some family members, and they brought their pistols, and we 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 at the handgun side of the other range, and they up there, they up there talking, and yeah, yeah, and turning around, hey man, hey, hey, man, hey, keep the gun pointed, get your finger out the damn trigger, and keep it pointed down range. I, was like, I thought you knew what you was doing. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. You, you, like, you talking about you got a gun, been having guns, man. People need to be properly trained. I think they. I think it should be forced that like uh, people have you know uh, gun qualifications or something like that, or take a class, like you say. It, it, and yeah. it should be like every so many. It, it should be intervals on when you should go back and have refresher training, and that should yeah. be in your record. You know what I'm saying? And say, oh, you you've been trained on these laws, and when the laws get updated, you know, go back and go get trained on the new laws, or, or you know, and how to how, how to uh, uh, properly handle a firearm. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, it, like, and, it, and they give know, a lot of people respect for it too, because you gotta respect them. You gotta respect guns. Yeah, when I when I see people that like they pass a gun, they don't drop the mag and cl clear the chamber and check. Like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, that, like, you gotta make sure you always treat it as, as, as a, but it's not loaded. Like, now nah, you always treat it like it's loaded, man. You always. always treat it as loaded. Never point at anybody. It's always loaded. Yeah, it's always loaded. Yeah, always loaded. You think it's not loaded? It's always loaded. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly, man. But yeah, it's man, it, it it needs to be. We need them. Like I said, it's it's like I said. Like for me, it's like if we pour stress more laws on it, then it's, it's going to be create a, a bigger black market for it. But if we don't do something to control it, then we're going to continue to have these situations. You know, there's no yeah. there's no way. That somebody like an eighteen year old should be able to go buy a, a rifle, you know, like, and it should be age restrictions, mental health checks, and training. That's just my opinion. Mm. Before you, you know, be able to uh, 
lawfully carry a weapon or purchase one too, you know. But yeah, but you know, it's gonna be gun lobbyists. No, that that's not gonna. They don't want that, but we're gonna to do something because it's, it's happening too much now, man. All these yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening too much too. Mass mass yeah. shootings, school shootings, all this all this crap, man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's every time you look up, it's like every week or every month, some yeah, kind of yeah. mass shooting has happened somewhere. But so this, yeah, this they, is need, my they thing. do need to be stricter rules. What's up? This is my thing though too, man. It's like a lot of like a lot of stuff happens because the media, man. The media publicize stuff to a point that it get people ideas too, man. It's like it's ours, and he you know that person sees it that's not mentally stable. They're gonna be like, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and do it too. They're gonna remember my name before I go, you know. So I think the media Yeah, there's been there, yeah, there's been there's been people that then went and did some stuff and got off on uh, pleading insanity and you know mental mental health. Yeah, I just yeah. think there's a lot of copycatting going on. Yeah, it's crazy, it's crazy how so many people Yeah, but I bet I bet if you plead uh mental health, they ain't gonna give you that opportunity. You won't you won't even make it to the sale. They're gonna be like some kind of way he died in the bus right. on the way there. Right on the bus yeah. over there. <laughs> yeah, man. He choked himself out. They're gonna put me in a room with no AC. <laughs> they're gonna be like, yeah. They're gonna be like, yeah, man, he, pra- he yeah, he 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 was a black belt in jujitsu. He practiced a self choke hole and choked himself out on the bus on the way over there. Yeah, that's what gonna say. Like, he the dim mark. <laughs> exactly. He knows the dim market. He used it on himself. <laughs> exactly. Or those are not the dim market. Dirty game. <laughs> yeah. But um. But shoot, yeah, man, man, if y'all if y'all like rocking with us, man, it's the Men Can Always Be Wrong podcast. Make sure you hit the like button, man. Like, share, subscribe, comment, and if you want to, man, advertise with us, man, hit us up. At MCABW podcast at Gmail, man. Advertise with your boys, man. Let's get it. What you got, JB? Oh, I always say nothing, man. I just like, man, yeah. Unfortunately, man, it's 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 it's, it's this is a, a complicated subject matter, man. Like, yeah, I'm kind of torn. I'm torn a little bit. It's like, yeah, I see the the use for people being able to carry, but then there's a lot of irresponsible and emotional people. That got him that shit. Oh yeah, him, you know. Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, more than ever. A lot of emotional people. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, we living in a <laughs> a very emotional uh, society. They want everybody very. to get in touch with their feminine side, and, and anything is toxic masculinity. Uh, but yeah, man, we we got to find some kind of common ground so we can. Uh, Make a decision to put some things in place to have a better rule in place. So th- those that qualify, uh, we have uh, more right-minded people with access to these, and those that have evil intentions or not uh, mentally stable uh, have restrictions or no access. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's how I feel about that, man. Yeah, people that know me know yeah. if I know if I if I if I pulled the gun, it was either for self defense of myself or my family. I'm yeah. not pulling the gun for show or to try to be bigger than somebody. That ain't my thing. You know, say so I've 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 seen I've seen what guns can do. I've I've seen people get murdered. You know, it's nothing to play with. You know. But yeah, you got anything else for the people, JB? Nah, man, just, man, just, if you are carrying, man, if you do have weapons in your house, make sure, you know, you got any little ones, make sure you lock them up, man. Uh, and make sure, you know, that yeah. you know the laws, man. So protect yourself, know, know the, research the laws, man, because you get yourself in the jam thinking you're doing the right thing to protect yourself, and you're going to jail just because you didn't know know the law, the way the law operates. So, no, if yeah. you're going to carry, make sure you properly train so you won't hurt nobody. Make sure you know the law so you won't be incarcerated. And if you got some little ones, man, make sure you keep them out, out of reach. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, and if you don't have any, and if you don't, 
most a lot of these gun ranges and gun stores have training courses or have classes or have uh, contacts posted so you can get properly trained on how to operate a gun you know yeah. uh how to use it how to clean it and how to take it apart and, and when to use excessive force or, or you know yeah. necessary yeah. force and, you know and yeah. properly train you how to how to use that weapon and respect it yeah so if it's all brand new to you if you if you some some um if it's all brand new to you man take them classes yeah you know and so you can and so you can know how to protect yourself but also be make it safer for other people when you have when you have to pull that weapon because if you untrained yeah. you might hit every you might hit everything but your target but yeah yeah. Oh, shoot stuff like that. One that football player who shot himself in the club. What was his name? <laughs> I forgot, man, but I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, see. Yeah. Exactly. You wanna you wanna know how to properly use and handle them. But yeah, man, this has been the Men Can't Always Be Wrong podcast. I'm T Swin. Your boy Jay. And that's exactly, man. And we're uh, representing CTR Media Network. Also, like I I say, man, make sure y'all, I mean, if you can, attend the Power Podcast and event with Dr. Tina Ramsey and the CTR Media Network family, which is happening in the ATL. You can go to ctrmedianetwork.com. Get yourself a ticket. It's happening on May 6th in Atlanta. ATL, man. Be there, be square. It's a lot of good information. If you want to get into podcasting or know more about how to handle it, make sure you go to the event. And, man, we'll see y'all soon, man. It's your guy, T. Swin, JB. We out. Peace.
CTR is who we are. The media network, just the best by far. Whether you listen at your home, at your job, and your car, come get the information that's needed above all. Never lasting, motivational podcasting, giving you the answers to the questions that you're asking. Serious talks and topics, how to come up and profit, how to better yourself, your health is here. We got it, reaching 350 million. Hey, tuning in. We in 50 different countries, we all can. And like mine, and find your purpose and your assignment. Come get your fix, your feel, your mental alignment. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com.